how long has it been since we recorded? About three weeks now? I'd say, yeah. Uh, three weeks. I don't know why I feel it to be necessary. You know, we take long breaks, and for, for what reason, you know? You can say that we're busy, but but why the break? Why Why does it have to be three weeks? We see each other. We saw each other like eight times, maybe yeah. five to eight times with, within those three weeks. So why can't we just come together and record a podcast? Are you asking me legitimately or is this a rhetorical question? Uh, Both. Okay, so um, let's see. I remember when we got the second and third episode out. I definitely, like, pushed you. I was like, let's get these episodes out, like, Saturday, Saturday back-to-back. And then we took a break because after a while I realized that, like, you just – you record when you want to record. So I, I didn't bother you with it. So now I just wait for you to tell me when we're going to record, and then I'll just do so accordingly. I think uh, I record when I'm ready. It's like a calling. Would you not feel it? Um, I can't say – it's not like this ethereal thing or anything, but I'm, I'm always in the mood to record. So, but I'm never like, man, I really want to talk about something. I'm just always down to make something. Good answer. Good answer. Um, close the door all the way right there. Nice. So what we're going to talk about today is how to try to become a man at the age of 19 because I would like to think that I'm on my way to become a man and when will I become a when will I feel like I have become a man I do not know but I just know that it's a long time away when I will finally have that feeling where I feel like I have become a man yeah um, I wouldn't say I necessarily uh feel like a man I have like two versions of what a man is in my head there's like what I hope to be in the future and what I am now and um I think what I hope to be in the future is not only a man but like um just the person I want to be it's like uh, a a better version of who I already am so I think right now who I am now I can call myself a man in certain regards because a man is someone who has who who brings value to the society that he's in society being maybe your neighborhood uh, the city you live in the state country world it doesn't matter um, so I think to bring value you have to do things to yourself that people find valuable so like you have a lot of money. People find that valuable. Um, you're funny. People find that valuable. You have certain skills. People can find that valuable. Um, so I think in that regard, at 19 years old, I don't feel like I'm not a man because I'm always becoming worth worth more and more every week and every day that I exist. Would you say that like, you you feel like you're be, you're gaining more value like every day every week or whatever. Uh yeah, definitely. In, um, in what ways do you think you are? You know, I'm 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 helping 
when I have the chance to help. Okay, and how so? So, um, obviously, I'm no longer in high school. So, I would like to think that I now have responsibilities that I have to meet. Like, when my mother is going to the grocery store, I will give her money. Because I also eat the food that she buys. Uh-huh. And, um... You know, asking uh, my mom, my mom asking me to go pick up my brother from uh, from school. You know, how him, me, not picking him up or me actually picking him up has the same effect on my life. It has no effect. I'm doing it. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't try to uh, fight her when she tells me to do to pick up my brother. Like, you would you say that uh, you see picking up your brother as an inconvenience? Yeah. I I don't see it that way. Uh, we could have different point of views, but um. I think I think I can see something as an inconvenience, but still be happy to do so. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. um, I get doing just daily chores is inconvenient because it's not exactly what I want to do. I, I think you get where I'm going. Like, I I cannot want to do... I can be okay with doing something but still see it as an inconvenience. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, one thing uh, I want to get into is one of the things that um, helps you become a man would be transparency. And what I mean by that is uh, being truthful, being truthful with yourself right. and with uh, with with others. But I think most importantly, yourself. That's where I think it matters the most. Being transparent with yourself, because um, ultimately the time the who you spend the the most time with is yourself. Right. Um, we had this conversation the other day where I asked you. Uh, we were talking about how so many people are miserable at their job, at you know whatever situation they're they're in. And then I made the comment about how I some days also feel miserable at my job, but yeah, I, I like... don't I don't rattle up my emotions and and look forward, you know, count down the minutes. What I do instead of being miserable at my job is I I look to ways to f- not have it be miserable. So like um listening to music and stuff or listening to music um uh I also like to uh <clears throat> uh listen to different podcasts if you know what I mean. What what podcast do you listen to? A lot of uh Joe Rogan. There's one uh this week I was listening to um an Australian podcast talking about um consent and you know going into it I, I was like oh i know what consent is but uh after hearing it you know um it was it was educational and that's why it wasn't miserable to me because i was learning while at my job you know what i mean yeah there's definitely like you know only you put yourself in a shitty situation yeah like yeah people just need to be more accountable for themselves um 
Like if you are not happy, it is almost always going to be your fault. And that's just a harsh reality. People won't tell you that, but like if you're unhappy in your life, you are probably at fault. And like, let's say, um, like even if you're like clinically depressed, I guess like you have a chemical imbalance that you can't control, but I mean, it's like, I don't know. I, I'd say that's still your fault. <laughs> um, I do. I don't. I don't believe the majority of people who tell me they have depression are telling the truth or think they actually have depression. Yeah. When when people tell me they have depression, I will most likely not believe them. Um, because you just make assumptions about yourself, dude. You just make assumptions about yourself. You included that, You try that, to right? justify it. You try to justify it. I'm not going to get out of my bed today because I have depression. You know, fuck off, dude. Does that include yourself? Um... I, I, like you make do you make assumptions about yourself oh yeah okay yeah um but transparency you know uh better said by willow smith transparency Spit so it out. nah i can, uh, look man i think i think i think me and a lot of my friends have a serious porn addiction Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say who, but I do think that me and a lot of my friends do. The reason being is because, um, you know the way the way it makes you think, the way it makes you think. Um, you know, um, the idea about about porn and not and it not being real is like a serious thing, dude, because. It makes you think that you can get any girl you want, and you're. I, I was thinking the same thing, you know, like like. I'll see a pretty girl. I'm like, oh, I can get that girl. I just don't want to. But the reason, the reason behind that was because you know when you're watching porn, dude, you see some ugly ass guy fucking <laughs> a, a girl, bro, and you you put yourself in in the sh- in the shoes of that guy. And you're like, oh, I could get any girl like looking like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just gives you a false sense of security before and after. Yeah, that makes sense. It gives you a false sense of security before <clears throat> and after. And uh, it's it's something I, I struggle with, bro. I won't lie. I won't lie. And I try to justify it with, with... Let me tell you right now. I try to justify it. I make assumptions about myself saying, oh, it's okay because I'm only 19. When I'm 20, I'll stop. When I'm 21, I'll stop. When I'm 22, I'll stop. Yeah, that's a slippery slope. So, yeah, that's something I struggle with. That's something I struggle with. And look, you could tell that, I, you know, I told one of my friends that. And he just said, yeah, I don't have that. All right, man. You know, you'll try to help people out. And they'll either take it as an insult or they just won't, they won't listen to you. Yeah, it's definitely. People are. People think they know everything. It's crazy. Because nobody wants to hear they have a porn addiction. Everybody thinks they're better than that, you know? Right. And that's not true all, 100% of the time. It is not true 100% of the time. It's funny. Like, I remember from that one book I was reading, no one ever blames themselves. Yeah. And, you know, that's myself and you included. You know, there's times where I don't blame myself. Um, so It's like no human being ever thinks that they're at fault. And I think that's, you know, just a lack of accountability causes 
a, a spider web of extra problems. Yeah, that was one of my uh, transparency moments. You know, being transparent with myself and being transparent with others. I now think it is a serious enough uh, problem where I have to share it with others. And that's why I share it with you. Uh, because I think it is a serious enough problem for me to have to share it. Um, but that was just my transparency moment. What about uh, yours? Damn. You're really going to just put me on the spot like that. Um, I remember you told me a while ago about the problem you were having with that. Um, so it, it's good that you've been transparent about it. Um, I guess semi-transparent because when you told me about it, you said you thought that you had um, a problem with it. And now you're just kind of confirming it. So it's like you've been self-aware about it for a while. Yeah. Um, but like, I guess now that you're just, you know, really like telling yourself the truth about it is a good first step. Um, it's like what, we, what we've said on many other uh, episodes of the podcast is like, you first got to be honest with yourself then you've got to be honest with everyone else and then all responsibilities off your shoulders. So you've already taken the first step towards that. Um, I'm not sure how the second step comes into relation with that, but you know, you get the point. Uh, I think, um, would you agree that, I, I don't think the the issue is masturbation. I think the issue is... Yeah, is I would agree. Because I remember when I was younger, I definitely had that problem too, where I, I think I did have a porn addiction. Not necessarily um, a problem with masturbation. Because um, like, the lack of masturbation or the abundance of it never changed my life. Because um, I would I would try like, I you know, things like NoFap. Like I, I did that. And I was like, okay, I three months and I feel exactly the same. Um, and then where it's like some days where it's like, I'm just home alone. It's like, I pump it out twice a day. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like I, I nothing feels different. And then I like, I stopped watching porn and it was well. And I was like, Oh, okay. That really is kind of like alleviated my mind. So like, yeah, things with no fat, maybe sometimes it's not necessarily the masturbation end of it, but more the porn end of it. So yeah, that's a, uh, a good dis distinguish and whatever the word is to make for that. Yeah, it's a it's distinguishable a, difference. A false sense of security. Yeah, uh, I'm still trying to think about a transparency, something that I can be transparent. I remember last week I was having a a definite problem with um, comparing myself to who I am now to being the person that I wish I was, and I think um, I've I've kind of come over the problem a little bit more now just because I was able to stop complaining the thing was I wasn't being honest with myself I, I was completely forgetting about step one I thought that I was doing the things necessary to become the person I wanted and I haven't been I, I've been lying to myself this whole time so I stopped complaining about it and I started doing the things that are going to get me closer to being who I want to be. And all the stress stress and like emotion that was behind my original feeling has com completely alleviated just because I've actually been doing more and more of the things. I've said it on the podcast a million times, like video games, I don't think they make me happy. And like I keep on saying these things and I would keep on playing them day in and day out. I think in the past two weeks, I think I've probably played maybe like three hours of video games whole. Um, when before I play maybe like three hours a day and the past two weeks I've gotten so much done 
and I feel ridiculously good about myself lately. And I don't miss video games at all. Like, I wake up, and I, I don't care about, like, what new patch is coming out in League of Legends, or um, if I should start playing Destiny 2 again. Like, it just, the thoughts haven't even been entering my mind. It's crazy. Like, I thought I'd be, like, suffering from, like, withdrawals in some sort of way. But, like, no, I've just been able to fill in the time very well by doing things that I actually want to do, things that make me fulfilled. See, um, I... I wrote a whole new song in about a week. I started last week, and then I think it took me maybe about six days to finish. Um, and, like, if I was playing video games, that would have not have happened. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, I was also able to go on our friend's podcast and just doing more stuff like that, like learning. It, it's been great. I think... I'm not having any problems at the moment, but last week I definitely was. I remember, like, uh, we went out to go see Suicide Squad together, the new one, and normally that'd be, like, a crazy fun night, but, like, that whole night I just wasn't having fun because I think the, the day previously I was, like, playing video games, and then, like, I'm at the age where, like, I really need to start becoming something, otherwise I'm going to be that guy who's 20, 22 years old living with his parents and that, like, peaked in high school type of mentality so like i'm trying to actively avoid that by becoming a man and the way that i understand a man to be um so like when i sit there play video games and then i go hang out with my friends and spend money and do nothing helpful with my time or my mind or anything like that my body at all it, it felt like a massive waste of time even though i should be enjoying it because it's like it's doing something I enjoy, going to the movies with people that I enjoy hanging out with, it just seems like a recipe for, like, a really good Friday night. But it was just so fucking... It was the worst thing ever. Like, I just wanted to go home. And, um... Like, I went home that night, and I, like, fucking... I cried in my in my room because I was just so upset with myself for not being the person that I told myself I'd be one day. And then... I, I, I just stopped playing video games, and then I started doing the things that I wanted to do that way I could say that at the very least I'm being honest with myself. And then once I saw that I was finally being honest with myself, all my problems just went away. Like it was it was crazy how like the rule that we've set up is actually like has worked for for obviously me because you know I preach the rule. So yeah, that was um that was definitely interesting. Like I said though, at this very moment in time, I don't think I'm struggling with anything uh massive. Okay, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. One of the other things that I think makes you a man, and my dad has drilled this into my head, would be, you know, uh, take the blame when you have to. What does that mean? Like when you have to? Or oh, that's a, that's a that's a bad way to word it. You know, just um, if it was your fault, be a man and say it was your fault. You know. Uh huh. So like like um it it could be just another way of saying uh, being truthful. Yeah. But um you know yesterday we we uh, went to volleyball and this idea really got emphasized yesterday. I had a friend um to the side of me and he he wouldn't he would not um make the effort to make certain plays and um and I w- I wouldn't either. Some sometimes I would, and sometimes I wouldn't. 
But out of the times the ball came to us, I was the one who uh, put in the effort the most times. I'm just trying to paint the picture. I'm trying to paint the picture. Okay. And he would say that the balls that he missed were my fault because I didn't go for him. So it was a, so at first, you know, I fell in, I fell into his trap and I was like, I was like, uh, you know, screw you. It, it, it wasn't my fault. It was your fault. And we just got in an argument. But then the second game, I just stayed quiet. And he said, um, he said, Oh, why didn't you go for that ball? And I was like, I was like, um, I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'll go for it next time. And you know, his demeanor completely changed. Hmm. Um, and, uh, and you know, the guy next to me too, I had two guys next to me and his demeanor also changed. You know, he's like, he's like, oh, good try. Good try. And they were uh, patronizing you by the way. Good try my ass. I saw how you were playing yesterday. Terrible. No, uh, you can think what you want to think. No way. I just got a text from the girl that I was talking about. But the, uh, the thing, the thing is, you know, you know, just, just be, be, it, the, the situation, the connection I tried to make had doesn't make any sense now that I think about it. But the thing is, just, just, you know, is if you know you did something wrong, and people ask you, "Hey, did you do this wrong?" Be a man and say, "Yes, I did it wrong." And right. uh, and you know, and there's benefits with coming with with doing that. You know, uh, um, when I would tell the truth, I would get a lighter punishment from my parents. So I would slowly grow into telling the truth. Um, it took me a while, I won't lie, but I'm 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 as transparent as I, I as I can with with my parents. You know, they ask me, "Hey, did you do this?" And I was like, "I was like, yes, I did." And then and then they'll just tell me, "All right, I needed to try better next time." And obviously, they put an effort into me, so I would put effort back. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, that's how, that's how it should be. That's how it should be. And they didn't get angry with me. I didn't get angry with them. You know, they, um, they just, they told me what was on their mind and I listened. I listened. That's the important part. I listened. You know what I, you know what I, you know what I mean? I yeah. listened. I listened. Ex- exactly. Um, a lot of people will, will, will hear you, but not listen. Um, kind of like what I've been doing half this episode because I've been monitoring the the new sound, because um, uh, we got new mics and all that. But anyway, um, yeah, like when people don't blame themselves, they don't. They're looking to blame you, so they're going to look at reality from their perspective, and then, especially not your own perspective. So then it's really difficult to judge whose perspective of reality is is correct. And so getting into those kinds of conversations is is pretty impossible to like have someone come out on top because neither of you are telling yourself the truth at all. So you can't even get the other person to believe your truth because what your truth is also isn't the truth. It's a lose-lose situation. It's a lose-lose situation. No one's going to win because neither of you are correct. It's a lose-lose situation. It's difficult because it's like, how how do you keep a... Like, how do you stay in objective reality? Like, you're just going to perceive the things the way that you perceive them. And it's like, when you perceive perceive these things, you're going to form your, 
your mindset about the world and then the world is going to keep on reflecting that mindset to you because you're only going to notice those things that you care about so who's to say that we're even living in objective reality right now that's it's difficult to to play the he said she said game it's really really annoying and like whenever i get whenever i sense myself getting in those kinds of conversations i just stop talking like um that happens with my parents a lot like i'll I'll have to like try and defend myself and then it's like why am I defending myself it, like I'm, I'm gonna lose either way like they're not gonna be able to see it the way that it happened in my head so it's just like when I sense like when I play League of Legends with people let's say I do something wrong and people are gonna sit there and blame me for it. like why didn't you do it this way I wouldn't have done this and it's like I just I just don't care all right like this happens when I I don't have a problem dropping this person's name because he, he's a great guy but like you know I play League of Legends with my friend all the time and he's a great guy um, and I'd say that he has a lot more like mental awareness between like intricacies of the game. So he'll be like, oh, you should have done this this way or that that way. It's like maybe he's right, but it's like in my moment, I was going with the information that I had and I was like, okay, if I do it this way, it would work. And it's like, it's just impossible to like do the he said, she said kind of thing. Now, now instead of telling me what I could have done, tell yourself what you could have done. That's a good point. I didn't think about that at all. You know? repose the question okay yeah that's the a, other that's a way, really good point yeah you know instead of instead of me telling my parents instead of my parents telling me what i should have done you know maybe they could have asked themselves what they could have done maybe they could have explained the um the command a little bit better you know maybe they uh they could have repeated it uh one, again you know what could they have done instead of completely putting the blame on me yeah right that you makes know? sense but uh you know in an argument like that, with with somebody who's who is convinced that the blame should be on you, they're not going to listen to you, and that's why you shouldn't you shouldn't put energy into trying to argue with those guys. They right. should they should already know to pose a question towards themselves. You know, instead of instead of telling me what I should have done, you know, ask yourself what you could have done. Right, right. You know, th- being a man, you know. <clears throat> yeah, it's like. Let's see, let's say I'm playing League of Legends and yeah, like I didn't do something right and my teammate wants to sit there and blame me for it. Uh, especially if it's a person that I play with on a regular basis, you kind of get a sense for their tendencies. So you learn to play around their tendencies. If you don't play around their tendencies, then it's you can only go on so far blaming them when you know they're going to do that. And then it after a, a long enough period of time like it then becomes your fault because you know something's going to happen and you still refuse to do anything to to try and change the outcome of it like um let's see like i i've i've been in relationships in the past where we 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 keep on refusing to see it the other person's from the other person's perspective and then we get mad when the same thing happens again when neither of us decided to change anything and then we just keep on getting mad at each other for the same thing that makes us both mad when neither of us are going to change anything and then it's like well it, you're at, it's your fault like change something then so yeah it's like if you're if you're going to blame something that you know is going to happen over time it then becomes your fault because the tendency happens it's like you're you're insane if you keep on uh doing the same thing over and over expecting a different outcome you know yeah the first time it's a mistake 
the second time it's just on you you know what i mean yeah like you can really only make a it's funny um last night i was helping my mom like with some technology stuff because she hasn't really grown up around that kind of stuff and she doesn't know what's going on and um i told her oh yeah you just need to do this one last part i gotta go and she's like i don't know how to do that and i'm just sitting there thinking to myself like you use this technology day in and day out you use it every single day and instead of like trying to figure out how this stuff works you're just gonna sit there and be like i don't know how to do that and expect someone else to fix it for you it's i don't have a problem helping my mom but i have a problem when people are gonna act defenseless with such a easily solvable situation like she could have asked me how do i do that it would have gotten a completely different reaction from me i would just showed her like yeah this is how you do this and that but she's like i don't know how to do that and she's she's basically saying do it for me without saying do it for me and i think at this at this age not knowing how to do something is never an excuse for not doing something because you have all of man's written knowledge at your fingertips with your phone with a computer like you have the internet not knowing how to do something is never a good excuse i think if if I ever have to hear that out of anyone again, I'm just going to tell them that. Like, I'm not going to do it. You can figure it out. Um, You know, you, you've been real touchy on the on the subject about family. Yeah. Um, I, One of the... Uh, going back to the connection on how to be a man. I think you can be a... One of the things that make you a man would be to be a family man. I think... I kind of I think I have a good idea of where you're going with this. I'm going to let you finish though because I don't want to make assumptions. Um, you know, be a family man, you know. Um and then you know, you can ask yourself, "Well, what about if I don't have a family?" You know, have you forgiven your your past family, you know? Okay. There's a there's there's a million ways you can you can look at it, you know, whether you have a family or not. You know? Do you still have love within you to share? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, instead of just uh, instead of just being nice, what are you doing to try to be above nice, you know? Yeah, like nice is the default. You should always yeah. be nice. What are you doing to actively make someone's day or life easier slash better? Now, uh, take your stab at it. Okay, so it depends on what we call family. Um, I think as someone who has a pretty, like, bloodline-wise, pretty peculiar family, my my definition of family is, is probably very skewed from yours because I'm assuming you're pretty close with a lot of your family members, right? Like, you every Sunday, like, not every Sunday, but, like, pretty often enough, like, I hear you, yeah, I'm going to my aunt's this weekend. I'm going to go see my cousins and stuff like that. Yeah, then, I haven't seen my cousins for probably, probably like a year and a half. Same with my aunts and uncles, and it's like that stuff doesn't bother me at all. Like I don't even think about it. But um, I family to me are just the people that are that are close enough to me. Family to me are the people that I love, and the people that I love are people that are worthy of my empathy. So if I if I can be happy for you as well as on the flip side of it, be just as upset when something doesn't work out for you and genuinely like 
care about your well-being, your family to me. Because some of my closest family that I have are not actually related to me at all. Not even friend-wise. I mean, like, my grandma, um, she is related to me in absolutely no way. But I call her my grandma because she's just helped me through so much of my early life uh, with my mom. Like, when my mom had me and she was single, like, she would help help out taking care of me all the time. So, like, now I call her grandma. And same with, like, some of my cousins and aunts and uncles. Like, I don't see them crazy often, but, like, they're family to me because we, we, uh, we just, we care for each other in a way that is meaningful. And like I said, like, I have plenty of people who are blood-related to me that I have probably seen once in my entire life. Like, they were probably there for my mom's wedding, and that's about it. Like, I've never seen them again. And so, like, those type of relationships where it's like, oh, my God, you've gotten so big since the last time I've seen you. It's like, yeah, the last time you saw me was six years ago. So, like, um, like we can we can try and keep up this stranger respect, but, like, I, I just don't see you as my family, you know? Like, you, almost all my friends that I have right now, I see them all as family. I see you guys as more than, like, friends. Um, friends are people that, like, I, I start to get to know, like, kind of strangers kind of get to know you but like once you've gained my empathy and like I can care about your life I consider you family at that point so after that long tangent the reason I say that is because I think being able to provide for what my definition of family is definitely makes me more of a man to be able to like look at all my relationships and like care for each of those people individually um definitely makes me feel like more of a man not just specifically the four other people that I live with, like my mom, my dad, and my two brothers, like all the people is all what family is to me. Now, I see family as somebody whose life I would choose over mine. I would give up my own life so you can continue to, to live yours. Uh-huh. And that's that's really the separation between between me and and, and uh and my family because um you know your friends some of them are are uh are my friends your family are some of my friends uh and i just see it that way because i know what i would do for them i know they just wouldn't do for me and i'm not saying it's bad i'm gonna continue being their friends but i'm just gonna avoid putting myself in situations where we have to make that choice about who's who's gonna who, that's reasonable who's gonna come out on top well if if i could say the same i would say um all these people that i consider my family i still would keep that same mindset going into them mm-hmm. uh going into situations like that like uh with even my mom and my dad i would not put myself in situations where one of us would get like the short end of the stick like it is either me or you at this point i would just avoid those as much as i could and even if I got into that situation, I would still pretty much unremorsefully pick myself. Because like we said last um, last episode, I don't feel bad that I don't that I'm I don't feel bad for being the most important person in my life. I think I not not I think I know that my mindset will change once I have a child. But at this point in my life, there's not a single human being who I think is more important than myself. And I've only met a few people in my life who I think are as important as I am. Okay, you sound really harsh right there. So let me try to let me try to clean that up. Okay. 
going back to the putting yourself in the situation things, you know, obviously you're not, you're going to do everything in your power to not be in the situations. And if you're in that situation, it's obvious that you're going to put all your effort to, to have both people come out on top. No. Yeah, absolutely. So that's just, that's just the thing, you know, um, doing what you can until, until you can't do it anymore. Yeah, I agree. Doing what you can until you, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. I guess the way I was saying it is like the absolute extreme. Mm hmm. But yeah, it's it's still you look, you you looked at the ending instead of the build up, you know. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, you looked at the ending instead of the build up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, like I said, I think the only person in this world that I'm gonna find more important than myself, the the group of people that I'll actually choose over myself, would be, like like, like let's say, let's remove doing the right thing. Because let's say you did something wrong, mm-hmm. and someone's getting the short end of the stick, you really sh- like you should do the right thing, and be a man. Be a man and admit your fault. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, let's say both people are equally deserving of the outcome that they desire, but like you have to decide, and they have to decide. I don't think there's anything wrong with both people picking themselves. Or, or trying to pick themselves and get the outcome that they desire. If both people equally deserve it and no one's like being a dickhead and no one caused a problem for someone else, I think, yeah, both people are in the right trying to pick themselves. Yeah, they, they love they love the situation enough. They love the position enough that they're okay with with the outcome. Yes. So I think it would be okay. Removing the right thing to do from the equation and both people equally deserve what what the outcome is there's no shame in picking yourself yeah do i love do i love the idea of of picking myself over somebody i think you're too far from the mic do i love the idea of being do i love the idea of choosing myself enough to choose myself over somebody and at the end being okay with the outcome yeah i think um yeah just essentially a lot of things we're saying is that like we started off with being able to be honest with yourself and not immediately try to blame every other human being for your fallacies and once you're able to conquer that you then transfer that over to your relationships and you then you know, kind of turn some knobs around to figure out, like, how how am I going to provide these people to where I'm not the most miserable person in the world providing for these people? And, like, how am I able to um, be, be assertive without being uncaring? Like, being assertive can, can definitely make it so that you force your force an outcome where someone gets the the short end of the stick but if you can be caring about it there's the aspect of like you're honest with yourself and you know what you've done wrong and hopefully the other person is also able to do the same so that you're able to pick yourself with some pride left over and um not not cause hell on someone else's life 
essentially. Okay. I think uh, I think we reached the part of the episode where we have said what we felt like we needed to say about the main topic. And Here's now, the thing, though. You never told me what the main topic was. About you... being a man. I said at the beginning about how to be, be a man. Right, right. Would you agree? I think... Um... Have you said everything you've wanted to say about 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 the topic? No, I don't think so. I think uh, sum it up as easily as I can. There is what a man is. It is a person who brings value to the society they're in. And that's a super general way of saying it because it can it can apply to the family life you provide to the society that you're in um, by taking care of them. You know, like you give your kid 20 bucks for, for lunch for the week or something like that. Um, you buy them new shoes when they need it. Uh, let's see. You give them a house to live under and like you're you're responsible and they depend on you. Um, being in a society where let's say um, let's say like you're like the mayor or something of the the city you live in, you are all the people that live in that society depend on you. So I think putting yourself in a position where people depend on you and you executing on their dependencies, is a great way to make you a man. And being as how last week I was really struggling with that, um, I realized that at 19 years old, I have no value. I, I mean nothing to the world. I could poof and not be a problem. Uh, except to like my parents or something. Um, because I don't bring any value to the world, I need to not be so concerned with not feeling like a man but be concerned with becoming a man. And I think the act of becoming a man is also an act that makes you a man. Because, like, every day I go to work and I have just a little bit more money in my savings account, which brings me, you know, monetary value, like tangible value. Um, every single week I get just a little bit stronger in the gym. And it's like I'm becoming something that people can look at and put value upon like you're, you're gonna look at a fat short guy and like a tall tall muscular guy you're gonna look at the tall muscular guy muscular guy and be like that's that's a man right there so like i'm becoming that on a week by week basis having a little bit extra more money and then like i i spend time with the people that i hope can depend on me in the future um, because I will happily provide for them, you know? Would you say that, like, on a week-by-week a week basis, you're becoming more of a man? Uh, I think yes. I already asked you that question. Yes. I try my, I try to think about it every day. And, like, wh what is it that you think you are improving upon every single day, every single week, that is making you more of a man? You know, uh, working... Um, right, so like you get you have more and more money saved up money. every day. Um, talking to my talking to my family, getting closer to them. Exactly, because like one day, your parents are gonna depend on you when like they need to be taken care of at a certain yeah. point. And like, let's say you get fucking crazy rich, you know, you gotta re you gotta repay to your mom especially. Actually, sorry. I was projecting my lifestyle onto you for a second. Like in the future. Because my mom was a single mom and she's found a way to raise me like that, I am 
I've got to find a way to make up for the sacrifices she made. So, like, if I ever got rich, I don't, I would make it so she would never have to pay a bill again in her life. And, like, same for, like, my grandma, like, the people that helped my mom, like, raise me when it was just me and my mom, stuff like that. So, like, I'm looking to be uh, dependent on for the people that I was dependent on, you know? Very well said. Uh, now, let me ask you another question. Do you ever feel like you're putting up a front? That's a really good question. Um, I want to say no. Do you ever feel like you have a second, like a second life, a second personality? Yeah. Okay. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about fucking. Uh, about. Uh, goth bitches, you know, <laughs> into astrology and t- saying that they, right, you know, switching up their personality. I'm talking about personality as like you know the most bad thing like I'm changing my personality with with you to try to reap the benefits from you and only have have the gain go towards me do you ever feel like you're putting up a front like you're not yourself when you're not yourself when you're outside of your head damn I'm gonna get really existential for a second I the part where you were saying I didn't fully grasp what you meant when you're saying like how you put up a front like how you're trying to extract from me for your benefit like can you say that again it's just a personality thing you know putting up a front like um like with you I have these talks but with somebody else I just I I can't have these talks like right it's I, I just put myself in a different mindset when when I'm with them. I think, like I, it, and um, go ahead, go ahead. I'm trying to. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Yes, I do put up a front by oh. your definition of a front. Okay. But I'm 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 trying to find a way to suggest a different definition because I'm trying to think of this on the fly. I think there's a difference between it's like stranger respect. You're not with your friends, you're going to act differently than a person that you have met for the first time. You can speak to me this way because we have less barriers between us. I know more about you, you know more about me. But you can't walk up to a stranger and ask them if they're putting up a front. And I don't think that's necessarily uh, a front. I think that's just you. I think that's. I don't know. Like I said, I'm thinking about this on the fly, so I'm trying to find the right words for it. Um, Yes, by your definition, I'd say I'm putting on a front. Um, The things that I do in my free time when no one's looking, I think most people that I'm close with don't actually know that I do those things. And I think, think, um, like, I think you're probably the, the closest connection that I have with a human being, with the possible exception of maybe Nathan. And like you two, you guys, I'm pretty much, there's nothing that I do that you guys don't know about in some regard. Like, I'm not going to text you after I just, you know, had a, had a nice lonely Friday night, but you get what I mean. Like, I'm thinking about doing this. I want to try this. You'll text me and I'll tell you what I'm doing. Um, so, but with my parents, I'm not, 
I'm not constantly trying to um, appeal to them. No, that's not the right word. I'm not trying to constantly let them into what I'm doing on a regular basis. Like, I don't think you and Nathan know that I finished that song in six days. I don't think my parents even know that I started writing a song. Um, you know that I was on an episode of the 20s and 2s podcast. I think my parents just found out that you and I even have our own podcast last week. So it's like, yeah, it, that's, I think in that regard, I may put up a front with them, with like my parents and like most adults, honestly. I think people don't take me seriously enough for me to exude energy and to trying to get them to take me seriously. So it's easier for me to talk to people at my age who are going to take what I take seriously as seriously as I do because we're just at the, they don't look at me as a teenager. They look at me as one of them. So it's easier to tell them what I think. When I look at my parents and I talk to like my boss or something, I, I can only like say so much of how I actually feel until I know they're just going to look at me as like a teenager. So I try not to even begin. Like I try to just avoid it altogether. Like there's people that I talk to or I'm just like, you know, I had, I was at work with my boss and we had to meet up with a realtor that he knows. And I had to do the, you know, the normal cordial, um, introductions like, hi, I'm Danny and all that stuff. And then she took us to her warehouse to where I had to meet even more people, more people that are going to be as insignificant in my life as I could possibly think insignificant is. And I had to put up the front that I'm a friendly person who wants to talk to them. When in reality, I just wanted to keep my headphones in and make the money that my boss and I agreed on. And now here I am having these boring and monotonous conversations with strangers whose lives I don't care about, people I have no empathy for, and people who I don't expect to have, people I don't even want to have empathy for me. I just want to keep moving through my life on, on the path that I find to be the most efficient, and they are slowing me down. Um, so that's, like, yeah, I put on a front in that way. Like, I, I will pretend to be friendly with a person when in reality, it's like, I'd prefer to just keep quiet to myself and keep going on the path that I desire because I those people are not part of my path. What is your definition of the front? Because I, I, I wanted to try and understand what yours was. So it, it was just um, you went in a completely different direction that, than what I expected. But what I felt like putting up a front was like, I come on here and I talk about how I feel about going hard every day, you know, mm -hmm. but then I have some free time and I'll hop on video games, dude. And, and I struggle. I'll ask myself, which one is the real me? The one who says Damn. I have to go hard every day or the one who doesn't listen and enjoys an hour of video games 
That's which a... one? Which one is the real me? And then I talk about how useless relationships are. And and yet I'm 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 sitting alone thinking to myself about a female and how my life would be different with them. Which one is the real me? I struggle with that. I struggle and it feels like I'm putting up a front and I don't know which one is the real me. Yeah, I don't even know how to like give you advice on that either. That's a that's a trump card you just gave me. I don't know which one is a real me. I'll go on here and I'll talk about how how your life should be and I live my life a completely different way because I just happen to enjoy it. But which you know it, the separation the separation of leaving my mindset the separation between my mindset talking about this thing and then living my life the separation between those right. things you know it it's so difficult to me because i it was a realization i came to this week you know I, asking myself which one is a real me you know and and you know can i be both yeah, I, I'm having trouble trying. I think we definitely just have completely different problems here. I thought, yeah, I don't, I don't have, I don't disconnect the two ways that I act around people that I care for and people that I don't care for. I just reckon, I recognize the way that I act towards people that I care as the real me, and the people that, damn, you really fucked me up. Okay, because I don't think. I'm being any less genuine with the people that I don't know. Oh my goodness. We need to pause it. Can we just like, we need to revisit this. I need time to think about this. I don't think I'm being any less the person that I want to be. Around others. Around. Alone. Alone. No. When nobody, when you are not being held accountable. The thing is, I think I held when I'm with you, I'm going to try and keep this as simple as possible. When I'm by myself, I act exactly the same as how I act with you and other of my close friends. I, I'm i able to keep the same level of accountability between my my private life that no one is looking at me for and the, the, the more like public life when I go hang out with friends. I, I, I'm just the same person there. But when I go to, like when I meet strangers and I meet that realtor for the first time, I don't think I'm being any less of myself. Oh, maybe I am because I said that I don't want to talk to them, but I pretend that I do. God damn it. Um, I- I'm fucked up, bro. You really got me thinking too hard on this. You know, it's like it's like I t- I'm I come on here and I talk about how you sh- how you should hate women, bro. But then I'm, you know, I'm alone. And I think about, about, I, I build false memories, you know? Yeah, you're not living in an objective reality. You know, and I, it just fucks me up, bro. Which one is the real me, dude? Which one, the one here, the one who, the one who talks or the one who does? Do you think maybe what you're talking about on the podcast is the version of you that you wish you could be? 
because if you're not doing those things it's i feel like it's clear that you're not the person that you're that you are on the podcast because if you don't do those things but you tell the world about doing these things i think it's pretty clear that the person that you are off the podcast is the real person okay and here's maybe the i'm other wrong thing. though here's the other thing i think i snap myself back into reality and I think women are this shit at the bottom of my shoe again. Or I'll stop playing video games and I'll get up and I'll do something productive. But how do I know which one is my real reality? How do I know what... Like, it's just, I, I struggle with that, dude. How do I know... So, are you saying that you're feeling both? Both, yes. Yeah, yes. okay. Like, you feel both equally. Uh, and yes, but one trumps the other, like, uh, going hard for 10 hours. And then I enjoy being myself for two hours. If one trumps the other, wouldn't the one that trumps be you? Yes, but I just, I can't dude, Cause it's either hundred percent or not. Can you reset that? I didn't understand. Like, what do you mean? Because w w the version that going hard, I'm not going hard a hundred percent of the time right and i don't think you should because you'll fucking lose yourself but i do but for myself i'm holding myself to that standard about going hard a hundred percent of the time but i'm but yeah i'm still not i'm only going hard like 80 85 percent of the time but how do i know if if, if i'm even 80% is you or the 20% is you? Yeah. Okay. And how do I know if I'm... What if... Well, let's say the 80% was you. You're still only 80% of a person. And let's say the 20% was you. Then you're only 20% of a person. I'm going to get really spiritual on you, but like I'd say both of those two things combined is what makes you you, not one or the other. Like you gave me the percentages right there. It's simple math. Let's say you're just one of those things. You're still only part of a person. You're either the 80 or the 20. I'd say it's the two combined are what's making you. I think... I'm not going to put words in your mouth. So what are your thoughts on that? I, I have no comment because what you said... I'm going to just say the truth. What you said didn't help me at all. I still, I don't know. I don't know who I am. I don't know which one is a real me. I don't know if what I'm thinking on this podcast is a real me. I don't know if what I do outside of this is a real me. I don't know if I'm even doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. Yeah, I, I get that sentiment. Um, let's see. So you said, let's just use the classic phrase, it's easier said than done. All right? That's said, it gets said all the time. Mm -hmm. On the podcast, it is very easy for you to say. And that may not always translate to what you do in real life. I think what you're doing is the real you. That's my opinion. You can take that for what that is. I think what you're actually doing with your time, rather than what you say you should do with your time, 
is the real you. Would you agree or no? I think what you say on the podcast is the version that you want to be. Like what I have in my head, I there's the person that I want to be in the future. And then there's the person I am now. As long as I'm getting closer to the person that I want to be in the future, I normally, I feel pretty okay with myself. I feel pretty secure in life. But if I'm not, and I'm playing way more video games than I should, that's when I start to wonder about who I am. Maybe I'm in the same situation. I don't know yet. I need to... I think I think it's just something I need to figure out on my own. Okay. I agree. I don't know yet. But uh, I think that's the last thing I wanted to say. Okay. Yeah. I think um, this is definitely a topic to revisit because I'm still thinking about a lot of the whole which version is me. Like you, you caught me off guard, so I haven't had any time to think about it. But definitely, I think we could revisit this. We can go back to it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you want to end it there then? Uh, yeah. Um, I'll just say one thing. You know, if you're gonna be a winner, why not start today? You're just you're gonna end up not following through on that, and then you're gonna be really depressed again. Just go. <laughs>